is it just us listening to each other? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't I couldn't help do that. It's all good, man. You always hating on me. I'm never hating on you, bro. I just gotta give you the uh humbling love that you man, so desperately need. Sometimes. This my Haitian hater, but he's still uh, you know what I'm saying, my Haitian hitter. So I'm a true player. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but this is a triple F podcast, triple F people. Podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? I am uh not the Haitian hater, but Lionel Gregory. I am it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? We uh it's 2021. At least when y'all hear this will be 2021. Yeah. So yeah. I mean it's your cop of color, brother. Y'all ain't heard that in a minute. Uh life is grand. You wanna understand I'm out the cayenne. And I'm feeling like the man. Lying, you ain't no Kyan today. Man, first of all, this <laughs> like, is, they ain't heard this in a minute. I'm just giving my announcements. Oh, you know, they, just, they did say, I did hear somebody say before we went out that we should bring back the, the, the AKAs. Not the sorority, but you know what I'm saying? The as known as. <laughs> I, I, that ain't, I, so what I haven't said in a while, Captain Wave, man. The, so it is. So so it is. Lionel Gregory, aka the uh, Shuru, aka um, Mister. I will take your shoelaces if you leave them laying there. Um, but other than that, now we have our brother here, Willis. What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? How you Good to be how here. Doing, good cause? to be here. I'm yeah, good. Man. I'm good, man. I'm blessed. Y'all looking good. I'm look. I'm looking good. This man can't coordinate. <laughs> yeah, he I'm can't coordinate it with like, the uh, with the glasses and the watch. So I'm like, right, I feel, got the I feel new little, look. <laughs> I feel oh god. Yeah. He came through with his hair twisted. If y'all seen him in the last one, his hair was out. Now he now it's twenty twenty one, so he's definitely got his hair twisted New now. Look, so man. you know what I'm saying? I got the the baby loss going. The watch color coordinated. The glasses, the blue. Make sure y'all. Frame. Hey, listen, man. Take some tips from my guy because he got he definitely got the drip on right. You know what I'm saying? The I try, uh, I try. the educated drip. The, uh, <laughs> the, the sophisticated, the, yeah, the sophisticated, the the debonair, the suave. Ah, oh, you doing too much. Let's get into <laughs> let's get into some of these scriptures. Scriptures. <laughs> scriptures. What's going on? I don't know. You tell us. I'm gonna go ahead and um, start it off and take y'all out on the Romans. Can we all take take a trip down to Romans 12? Um, Romans 12, verse 12. And um, once you reach there, please say Amen. Alright, cool. <laughs> and it reads, rejoice in hope, endure in suffering, persist in prayer. Now, for you guys out there listening, I think it's a clear-cut instruction on what, you know what I'm saying, what we should do when, you know, times get hard, anytime we might feel frustrated, overwhelmed, or weighed down by what's going on around us. Um, other than, you know, relying on the Lord and what we need to do, that like Simple cause of some simple cause of action is rejoice and hope to know that you know what I'm saying whatever it is that you're going through will come to pass. Endure and suffering because I mean hard times come, but you know what I'm saying it's good for those to endure and see it to the end. And persistent prayer. A lot of times when it comes to things that get difficult, we more times than none forget to start praying. Mm. And seeking to and seeking the face of the Lord in the midst of it, because we I mean, I'll speak for myself at this point. At this point, I will think that God is not there listening because because I'm suffering, and because and because I'm in the midst of suffering, it's like okay, I'm not in the place that I want to speak to the Lord. So I pretty much put myself where I put myself in a position where He can't hear me, and that's not something we should do. We should persist in prayer regardless. That's good. That's good. Yeah. 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 That's good. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mike. So I'm coming out of Proverbs 27, 
And I'm going to hit y'all with the 19th verse. As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. So, you know, they always talking about you, you speak things into existence, but the way we're living should be a true reflection on what's inside of us, especially as, you know, we are in Christ. So it should show the love of Christ. Or it's either going to show the, show the love of the world, but it's going to reflect whichever one you uh, consume more of. Right. What you pour into your spirit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have for faith. One of Michael's favorite things is transparency. And that's <laughs> literally... Sometimes I'll be too transparent. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what you mean by being too transparent, but that's just... Everybody can't handle you being at a level of openness if they can't go to that level of openness. Ah. Like, I can't believe he just... I would never tell nobody that part of my life or that dark secret or whatever. Everybody can handle it. Fair. That's right. That's true. That's, that's true. That is, that's truly fair. Yeah. Um, for my verse, guys, I'm going into Psalms 139, uh, 20, 23, 24. Um, search me, O God, and know my heart. Um, test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me. Um, that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Um, so yeah, praying that, that's a dangerous prayer, you know, and <laughs> like you said, it, it basically analyzes like, yeah, it brings to light everything that, you know, that you could be pouring in your heart, could, could be filling your spirit with, you know, and if it's of the world, it, uh, I'll best believe the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you, but mm-hmm. you know, I believe as Christians, all of us should be praying this prayer like daily, you know, especially in these times because there's so much in the world that just goes so unnoticed, so subtle, so accepting that, you know, can come into our lives with ease within a drop drop of a hat, snap of a finger. And we have to be careful. We have to be guarding of that and we don't even have to really even worry about it ourselves. All we have to do is pray. Pray this prayer and have and the Holy Spirit is gonna show up and do his thing. So Hey, like he said, it's a dangerous prayer, but it's a prayer that has to be prayed. He's gonna he's gonna do it gracefully though. And it's gonna be a it's gonna be a journey. Mm-hmm. It's a process, you know. It's it's an ongoing process. So it's beautiful though. Uh, to watch, even to watch it in y'all, you know, just watching y'all's and watching my brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, spiritual growth, man, it's, it's beautiful, you know. So, just yeah, it's this this prayer, I love this, I, I love this verse, one of my favorite verses. I personally feel attacked every time I hear it, <laughs> but that's for my own insecurities, because I'll be like, there be some things. Um, it, it, I feel like it's in the moment, but it's like you're some things you're not ready to let go of. And when you tell God to, hey, come at me with that, uh, that, uh, I, I'm not, the analogy I heard in, in the back of the day was come, come at me with the correction knife and come cut out what it is that's not supposed to be there. Um, I don't ever want to feel that. <laughs> and I won't be ready to feel that because, I mean, with, with that change comes pain. Yeah. <laughs> and in that pain, you got to heal. So, no pain, no gain. At all. Know? So, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just like working out, you know, you, you go, you hit, you start going in the gym, you, 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 as soon as you hit that new muscle, man, it, 
you're gonna be sore the next day. But it's a good sore. It's like, oh my goodness, this that is actually I feel this is this this is feels good. Yeah, you, know, you keep going, eventually hitting that same muscle, you're working it out. Now it don't it don't it don't hit the same. So it's still it, it's a it's a good feeling, you know. And uh I think it goes back to this, man. Like we have to as uh, the body of Christ, we have to understand and get this in our minds that um, there's nothing we can do to fall out of his grace, and there's nothing we can do to actually deserve or earn his grace. Do you see what I'm saying? So we have to rest in that that area and, and, and know that, you know, praying this prayer is dangerous and it's going to require work, but, you know, it's not on us. You know, the pressure's not on us. Uh, we, we you know, where we're showing up, and that's what He wants us to do. And the Holy Spirit, uh, and 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 our God is just so good and so gracious that they, you know, they uh, they they make it happen, man. And um, you know, just by conviction, by conviction, by conviction. Um, so yeah. So normally I come at y'all with herbs. Oh no! What you gonna do this time? <laughs> So one time I came at y'all with a supplement, which was vitamin D. I have another supplement that's not necessarily a herb, but it does come from herbs. It is called quercetin. Uh, if you've been following, you know, things that could potentially, I don't want to use the C word, uh, help with COVID. Uh, it is one of the ones that is trending. Uh, but quercetin is, it comes from flavonoids. Basically to break it down, it's a pigment that belongs to a group of flavonoids that are present in vegetables, fruits, grain, tea, and wine. Basically it gives fruit, it gives fruit the uh, color of its skin. It gives the tea, the green color. Same thing with wine. So it's just very powerful and potent. But what are the benefits, Mike? I will tell you. Uh, it's a natural antihistamine. So if you're taking Zyrtec, Claritin, and all this stuff, all this stuff that is not good for your body, take some quercetin. Oh, I might need that for this allergy season. Do out. it. It helps with allergies. Do it. All right. Okay. Don't. And then when you when you uh. <laughs> When I hear your testimony, you know what I'm saying? We gonna put that on Triple F. Oh no, yeah, for sure. And then, the first place I come tell to, I put them on the IG. Make sure you follow us at Triple F, uh, the Triple F podcast on IG. Yeah. But it helps with your immune system. It's an antioxidant. I, I, I'm. I know y'all probably tired of hearing me talk about antioxidants, but the analogy I'm gonna give: you cut an apple, walk away for five minutes, come back as brown. That browning process is oxidation. So quercetin fights against oxidation in the body. Inflammation, inflammation, inflammation. Like uh, there's studies that go along with uh, osteoporosis and rheumatoid arthritis. They say when you supplement with quercetin, like they give significant relief using it. Uh, it's good for heart health. They say it can help with exercise performance as well, like endurance and strength. So if you're a runner, athlete, boxer, whatever you're doing out there, getting it in, being fit, try some quercetin. Quercetin, let us know about it. And last but not least, 
it also helps with just overall general health. So if you try quercetin, let us know. You can get it in any supplement form. If you're an Amazon shopper, which most people during this pandemic has been, order you some quercetin. That's Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. You can get it from GNC, uh, vitamin shop, places like that. Shit, quercetin. That's my spill. How do you spell that? I just felt it. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Say it again. My bad. <laughs> but real quick, I got to get into these sneakers with y'all. So I'm going to stare the camera real, too, real quick with this. Because what's coming up, I really think y'all going to like this. But I, because I like it. So y'all, y'all, y'all better like it. Well, actually, no, don't like it. Because then I'll be, the chances of me getting them will be a lot better than, you know what I'm saying? They will if y'all actually like it. But the Jordan 6 Carmines. That's the white, red, and small hints of black colorway are coming why, out. Why do they call them Carmine? It's the color. It's literally just the color blocking that that was on the shoe. I don't know the whole story behind the colorway, but I could tell you about the model, which is what we about to get into. So this is Jordan Six model, right? right. In nineteen ninety one, this is the model. Great year. Great year. <laughs> oh, you think it's great? <laughs> don't great. worry. Three years later was the better year that, wow. that came. So it doesn't really. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna argue. We're, we're not forgetting about Willis's year. Continue with the shoe. Anyways, yeah. I was trying to think. I was like, dang, man. I really feel like we, me and Will are the same age, but it's like, nah. nah. <laughs> we're not. We're not. But 1991 was the year. This is the sneaker model that Jordan wore when he, they, for, when he got his first championship. Now, the colorway he wore, of course, was the black, the all black infrared colorway. But he did wear, he did wear this actual colorway, the Carmines. He wore them during the season. Scored... The significant. I, I want to say he averaged. I want to say twenty six point seven PPG that year. But beyond the beyond the point, these are coming back out. I'm super excited because you know what I'm saying. Memorabilia. Please don't make it hard for me to get them because I told you about it. So at least do me right. If you get a pair in size ten and a half or eleven, let your boy know because I will be looking out. Um, don't help Mike because he doesn't need them. And that's my spill on the kicks. Hope y'all ready. I love y'all. What are you talking about today? Uh, you, uh, I'm trying to contain and, and restrain myself for telling our listeners not to help Mike. Help me. You don't even like sneakers. They don't have to be shoes. Just help me. Oh, no. Help him. Just not with shoes. Help you, me. You ain't got to help me with shoes. Yeah. But, man, uh, Willis is like our uh, resident pastor. Uh, so he go he gonna come over here and drop a word for us for the for for the first episode of the year. All right, all right. Well, Will, what are we talking about today? So um, it's basically a continuation on the first one. Um, and if you didn't listen to the first um, part of this, go back and listen to what it's called: attracting um, attracting your uh, Boaz while surrounded by atoms. And again, just as a quick reference, Adam just is this. Um, the meaning for him or the, basically, he represents the fall of man at that point of falling man. Oh. Um, Boaz just met, uh, represents man after God's heart, um, a man of God, one of stature. Um, so, yeah. So how are we continuing off of that? How, how, how is this going to go? So uh, in the last one, I, I spoke a lot about... Um, men and women and how, um, you know, their relationship is. But I really didn't touch on their purpose. 
mm. and God's design and God's initial intent on why, you know, we we as men exist or we as our our sisters in Christ exist as women and, and what they their purpose is. And so you probably gonna touch on it, but are you touching on purpose individually as genders and together as a unit or just individuals? So you really can't have one without the other, honestly. Okay. You can't have individual... Say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have one. You can't have one without the other. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get that. Don't do that. Greg. Don't do that. You wouldn't get you that. Know, you know <laughs> no, but don't do that. <laughs> no, but seriously, you, you can't have one without the other. Um, we literally complete each other. So um, it's... It's basically just to define each individual purpose, and on top of that, give you, you know, a little nugget on how um, together we're supposed to play off each other. We're supposed to coordinate as a team and, and work together on a lot of things. Because right now, let's let's face it, man. Men and women are divided. You know, um, even in the body of Christ, um, I see it. All day, every day. It's it's sad, you know, and we we have to. It's a big divide. Yeah, huge. Yeah, it's yeah. solid separation. And, it, and it's so subtle. It goes back to even kid, you know, boys versus girls. So subtle, like <laughs> on the playground. You can do, I can do better. And yeah, commercials, the just the way of life. I, I believe the enemy has really like snuck his way in, infiltrated our forces, and 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 really just. You know, had his way with with this whole identity thing and purpose and played it on us. So, see me, Pastor. I need a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, I don't got you. I got you as the. Purpose. I was about to say, no. look, if you hooking people up, then <laughs> hey, man, hey, we done hey, talked hey, about this I before. Mean, you know, Help I, me out. I got a lot of sisters in Christ. He, he, you know, he can, I'm looking, fellas. He can so, plug you. I'll say yes. That. So if you're a fella, you looking, you know, holler at me. Yes, I definitely know a lot of sisters in Christ who are beautiful, gorgeous women and love the Lord, love them some Jesus. Well, let's get into the first. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the love connection. Let's, let's get into the episode. Not right now, not right. Off, off microphone, off microphone. Right, right, right. So let me start with the women. Um, and I just want to touch base, like I just want to touch it on the woman's purpose. And, you know, the world would lead us to believe that... Um, you know, especially over the years through oppression, um, um, that the woman's natural um, purpose and 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 the way she carries herself has is has been degraded. It's been undervalued. Um, it's not been tapped in. It's not been harnessed. It's not been appreciated. Um, the world will lead us to believe that. And you know. Um, I just have to say this. We, there's value in women's purpose. There's value in being a woman. Definitely. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I'd say personally in my own life, like I have nine sisters. I love all my sisters. I love all my sisters in Christ. I love, you know, of course, I love my mama. <laughs> mama. <laughs> Can't forget mama, no. We... I just want to pour some love right now in the air for for my sisters. Like I love my sisters, and their purpose is a beautiful one. We need it. We have to have it, and 
you know, it's not to be undervalued, it's to be protected, you know, and um, yes, yeah, just to be valued and protected. Um, so let me get into the, to the purpose real quick. So um, God's initial design for um, the woman um, came out of Adam, right? Mm-hmm. Was pulled from his rib alongside um, along his side to be his equal. Um, however, although that we're equal with women, men, we have we're different in function. Same in essence, different in function. So that function is is where we have to where there's the enemy has crept his way in, infiltrated and and caused confusion, and thus that brewed and 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 created um. Dis, um, distrust amongst each other and undervalue for one another because we don't understand their purpose. We don't understand their power. You don't understand what it means to really be a woman or what it really means to be a man, the power behind that. There's so much power in womanhood. So let me kind of explain it to you. Um, so women's purpose was to always give life, right? Um, okay. They're, by design, they were to produce and give life. Their even anatomy, um, um, it, the, the way they were created, their anatomy is based on that. They are the receivers and men are the givers. So men give something to women uh, and, this, and this for us is, is love and affection, uh, protection. It's supposed to be. And, <laughs> right, right, right. We're, we're looking at uh, God's initial design. So, uh, and he created us for that purpose. He, he created our anatomy to support that, that, that purpose that he gave us. So um, it was always the woman to receive that, receive that protection, receive that, um, that love and that affection, that affirmation from a man um, and to give life you know, literally, physically, to give life and by their mouth to give life through their nurturing, their natural nurturing um, abilities. Um, there was a, there's a water test um, out there. It was, it was basically, um, no, I'm sorry, not, what, not a water test. It was basically speaking life into um, um, plants. So they had a controlled um, Atmosphere, two, two, two plants, mm-hmm. everything was controlled. The only difference between the two um, was uh, somebody was speaking like words of affirmation, um, um, words of endearment, basically, you know. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm oh, oh, I, yeah. I, I think, right, right, I think right. it did a similar test with rap music and uh, like regular music. Yeah, so it was, so. As you can guess, the uh, result of that uh, results of that test was, you know, the one that was getting cursed and and um, talked bad about what had withered away, mm-hmm. while the one that was receiving the love and the affection um, by the um, yeah was just like flourishing. It, it bloomed. It blossomed. It was looking gorgeous. So, if plants respond like that to um, words of of, of life. Um, then how how much more would man or a person, humans, respond to words of life? You see what I'm saying? So words are powerful. 
words are powerful. And, um, you know, women's nature is to basically give that life. Um, and they can give that life through their words and, and how they show their nurturing spirit, how they let their natural um, nurturing uh, spirit come out. So if I'm talking to my boy, Greg, and I say, Greg, you look nice today. Like, you know, Greg, how, how you feel if I said that? How, how you feeling now? You well, look nice today, bro. Like, Given that my, uh, <laughs> my love language is words of affirmation, you saying that, I feel great. All right. Now, now imagine a woman coming and saying that to you like, hey, Greg, oh, my goodness. <laughs> can I tell you a nice quick story? Today. Can I tell you a quick story? <laughs> Went to a gas station one time. I, I don't forget what I was. I was wearing this yellow T-shirt. With that, it was one of the, something I just put out the closet. I'm thinking this, whatever. I always think I look good, but when I got to the gas station, this lady behind the register was like, "Wow, that's a really nice shirt that you have on." Mm -hmm. It's and this is at the break, like the start of the day. I went into work, I did everything and then some because I felt so good and encouraged by what she just said. See, so that's exactly what I mean, Greg. So, um, ladies, did you catch that? The there's value in your words. Um, so when you choose to use your words to speak life into people, you don't, you don't have to be in a relationship with a man to speak life in someone. You can speak life to, into kids. You can speak life into and any woman, anybody that you uh, cross your path into, the, the body of Christ, especially the body of Christ. The, body, the, the, the Bible always tells us um, to enjoy the goodwill of the church. You know, so... Enjoying those things that are inherent to you, and, and it gives you it gives you satisfaction, like internal satisfaction, to give that life. It feels good. It makes you feel good because you're you're adding value to something as it touches with your purpose. You're adding value to something. You were created to be a suitable helper. So when you, whenever you do any act that. Uh, basically um, acknowledges you as a suitable helper helper or, or helping someone you're giving life to somebody you're you're adding value to somebody you're going to be satisfied internally because that's the, the makeup of your design that's how God intended it to be so um, basically what what's what's happening now is people aren't valuing that trait. And, and mm -hmm. young women are growing up not seeing that and not even understanding what it means to even uh, give life, what that even looks like. So they trade that off with, you know, playful banner. Like, playful? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off because what, what, what I've been seeing some, and somewhat receiving is not playful. Exactly. Like, and it's not received the payful on our part because it's, it hurts. It hurts a man. Indeed. Big time. From hearing that from my sister in Christ, and I hear it all the time too, hearing that stuff from my sisters, it's hurtful because as a man, it's my purpose to provide and protect my sisters in Christ. So, what, so if you imagine that um, in a natural realm, if you if I'm if I'm actually protecting you physically, mm -hmm. what am I what am I what am I doing? I have my back towards facing the uh, the woman, right? Mm -hmm. She's behind me, yeah. so that leaves my whole backside exposed, vulnerable, and vulnerable. So if 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 I'm busy protecting her and she's having 
all um, she having free shots at my back. She can choose to a give words of encouragement and um, be of help um, and give words of life to me and help me in my protection and provision for her. Or she can choose to be playful banner, quote unquote, and it just stab me. And I'm 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 sitting there trying to process it. A lot of men don't even know that side of themselves. <laughs> anyway, they're not being taught that side, that emotional side of themselves that, that's natural in us as well as the, the, you know, the person to love a woman and show her that affection. We're not, we're not being taught that uh, anymore. So honestly, so many men are left defenseless when that happens. They don't know what just hit them. They're like, mm-hmm. ouch, but I don't know what just happened. I really can't even say ouch. It was just playful banner. You know, if my homeboy would have had said something like that, it wouldn't have hit. It, mm-hmm. You know, it wouldn't have been nothing. But, uh, you know, yeah. now that it comes from a woman, you know, I, I don't know. I feel some type of way. I don't know what's wrong with me. And then they run. They dip. Oh, they get out of the relationship. They, they, they do whatever <laughs> the heck they can do in order to get out, uh, find some type of relief from that quote-unquote playful banner that's so subtle that they can't explain what's happening. They can't internalize what's happening. They can't verbalize it, you know, and they don't know how to address it. They don't know how to how to lead that woman into the way that which she could go. She he was they was never given that education. I'll be one of the ones to say that 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 situation is tough because I get uh, in, in a scenario I had a no there was a there was there was a guy who was talking to a girl. And they were pretty much working towards a relationship. And on social media, he would often he would often find that she was on Twitter talking about how men ain't this and men ain't that, and how you know what I'm saying they they don't defend their black woman, they don't they they don't you know they don't they don't do the right upkeep. They're not you know what I'm saying they're not this, they're not that. But when she turn around and be with him, it's oh babe I love you. It's this that and the third. But in his mind. He's plagued by all the stuff that he said, all, all the stuff she said on right. social media. Because, in in essence, what she's saying right there is a direct reflection of what he feels like he is to her. Right. And he doesn't know how to move forward, and and feels wrong in a way. Because it's like, geez, if this is how you really feel, why don't you ever say it? Right. Right. I get. I'm just trying to grasp. So, so you would say, women. Give, and give life and men protect life that women give. And that's just like when you're talking about just our... So, so let, me, let, me, let me paint a picture for you, okay? okay? Let's go back to the garden, all right? Jesus, our, our God, um, sets up for the vision of God and he plants man in there and he gives man, he tells man to work, basically provide, basically cultivate. Um, um, so cultivate and name You've been given dominion over all these animals. Um, so go and, you know, do it. He gives a man assignment. That's his purpose. He's fulfilled in his purpose. So a man, naturally, um, when he goes to work, when he's providing, when he's protecting, when he's leading, it's filling in him a, a innate um, and natural um, God-given desire in him it's filling that it's fulfilling him in that so we get 
we get fulfillment out of that role. Now enters woman. So woman's woman was created to be a suitable helper helper of man. So um, so basically the her 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 setup was to always um, give life, but it was always to be in the parameters of the garden that which the man was responsible for. The man was responsible for tending to the garden, cultivating the garden, uh, and um, yeah, basically just setting everything up, setting the parameters of which the woman had free will to basically express herself, to allow her nurturing uh, spirit to shine, allow her um, just natural, um, her natural life-giving essence to to thrive in the garden within the parameters that God set for Adam that Adam imposed onto Eve or was responsible to impose onto Eve. So anything that um, anything that happens outside of that is um, basically the responsibility of Adam. So, um, even go ahead. What what I want to do is because for people that's listening, I'm pretty sure they're thinking like, yeah, garden all that that sound cool, and maybe women is just like, yeah, that sound cool, but it's 2020, what? like 20s. <laughs> oh man, I Lord, 2021, <laughs> and you know, helping being sidekick to a man just don't really sound like ideal to me right now i'm killing it black women are killing it that, that. like i need somebody who like i can only play sidekick to somebody who's on my level on my level or higher mm-hmm. and so a lot of us especially in a black community we have not been on their level how would you so we gotta we gotta redefine that man because that's not that's not biblical it's not, it's, biblical, it's not biblical but i mean we dealing in a in a playing field to where a lot of the influence comes from you right, know the world mm-hmm. yeah from the world so but we 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 as christ have to kind of set the bar high so we want to redefine that word helper that word helper is not um something of uh, in, in insignificance you know okay. if you look at a helper but jesus said himself that he 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 has to leave so that um the Holy Spirit can come the help. So they, they so the Holy Spirit is here to help us. It is a helper for us. So we Okay. Looking at the helper <laughs> as something insignificant is 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 the of how the world looks at it, you know? It's, and it's, I think that's what it is. But when you put it in perspective like that, like we don't see the Holy Spirit as something lightly, something to be taken lightly. Exactly. Lightly. Mm-hmm. And I think when you think of a helper you think of the help, yeah. Right. Overlo- it's overlooked, mm-hmm. and we got to we got to get out of that. Um, I mean, even Jesus Himself came to serve, you know, and not to be uh, Lord Lord over everyone. So, um, so we yeah we got to look get out of that. So the Helper was always um, the the Helper was designed to basically that, the reason why women thrive so easily so so well. Um, it's because they've been designed to help. So um, 
they can do anything we can as long as they they can they're they're more than capable of moving in any direction that we can it so they can physically get physically strong there's women out there that that can bench press more than i can you know but it doesn't come naturally for them they have to work for that and, mm-hmm. and that pulls away once you once they go in that direction it pulls away from their natural god-given desires to be that that nurturing that caregiving that that basically that that internal um makeup that god already gave them um it pulls away from that it takes away from that now they're over here trying to play you know physical john henry female version of john henry um and it takes away from her natural abilities so the only reason why women are striving and doing what they're doing is because man has not been filling that role so it's just a defense mechanism basically somebody has to protect them somebody has to provide for them so they have to step into that that role themselves now they weren't designed to sustain that position for long term that's why you ask any woman who's thriving like that you get you really get down to the weeds of the situation that woman is tired she is worn the heck out she wants to find a man who is capable of taking hold of the reins and so that she can retreat and allow her natural um desires to to come on out to her natural uh life-giving nature loving nature um to 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 flourish she wants to be in a garden to where she can frolly around and let her creative juices flow and (laughs) do all look at all the colors experience all the the combinations of fruits all the combinations of um you know the waterfalls and what have you and 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 look in awe of all the animals and um basically enjoy herself and and thrive in that and and, and speak life into uh, the things uh, around her in the garden as the helper of man um so she wants to do that however just because of the position of man where we're, where we're at the enemy has infiltrated our forces and basically took men out of the fight so we're not educated now on these matters of what it looks like to be a man and our purpose. So and, and beyond that, we're not educated how to um, educate our young men and our young women and our uh, our spouses, our significant others, our sisters in Christ on their purpose and how to go about properly to live in that purpose and how to work together you know, man and man and female. So, does that answer your question? I'm sorry. No, no, no. You definitely put it in perspective to me because I was just, you know, I think the downside, let me choose my words right. If there is a downside to the Bible, it's the fact that it's in a time frame that most people don't automatically relate to unless they went into uh you know the context behind it and you know what was going on what were things like Mm -hmm. we just see it oftentimes as the old days Mm -hmm. and things are completely different now Mm -hmm. you know so 
Yeah, that's a good point too because you know back in the old days, um, women women didn't have to worry about provision or protection. You know, they was always they was always protected. At the same time, they were always um, it, it got again the enemy somewhere along the lines. Enemy infiltrated the, uh, the world, and it what what was initially designed to protect women actually uh, turned into something that oppresses them. So, so you know, now you, you got women who couldn't vote, women couldn't go outside and do what they wanted to do. They couldn't, they couldn't do anything. They had no rights. They, they had to, it was expected for them to stay home and to tend to the kids and uh, tend to um, the chores around the house. Some cultures don't even allow them to uncover themselves. Exactly, but so, but the, and I'm not saying we should ever go back to that, but I'm saying we can. The initial design. <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. That was a joke. Hey, be that, in, be in his <laughs> inbox. Here we go mine. again. Here not we go mine. again. No, it's not a division. No, of no, no. But the the initial design of that was innocent. It was to protect women. Women, because listen, women, the natural life giving essence has to be protected mm -hmm. you know women are very much emotional very much emotional if you if you describe the process of birth and describe the process of life giving it's very detailed that's why in the last podcast i refer to women as uh digital or sorry analog signals going up and down up and down up and down whereas men are just digital where we just ones and we're zeros we're either protector and provider are we're with our woman with our guards down and we're in um love and and, and, and affection mode so in and, and anything any kind of thing that tries to get into there we're not gonna and we're not gonna interpret it we're gonna be like okay no this stuff can't come to the household I'm, I'm cutting this off i'm cold to this you know I'm, I'm i'm staying focused i'm not allowing this to to break my mode of break my vision or um it is something. It's, it's with our women. We want to engage in their emotions. We want to kind of create an atmosphere where she can feel safe to express herself emotionally. So the initial design of the early days was to set up an environment um, so that they can have an environment that is safe for them to uh, let their emotions out so they can let their creative juices flow so they can be them, set them their loving carefree selves and have their emotions out on their sleeves because that's that's how women wear their emotions on their sleeves and for them not to and have that discernment they have to lean heavily on the holy spirit or on their father back in the day they had to lean heavily on their father for their discernment um and trust their his authority um because of the enemy because the enemy would come in his way that's why the the enemy came to eve first because he played on our emotions. He pulled at her emotions, but it's like, you, you sure? You, you sure? That's a nice piece of fruit right there. Look how beautiful it is. Does it, doesn't this speak to your emotions? Doesn't this speak to your, your life givings? If you just could get this, it would, it would really put you in the benefit to, to help your husband. You could give it to him. Hey, this man read Genesis too well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. I'm convinced. I'm like, I'm ready for Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you tune in next week as we continue our conversation with our brother Willis. Y'all be blessed. Peace.